0: No, in the words of Taylor Swift oh my god she's insane I really that's actually what I want to inspire and all people that meet me those lyrics Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. that that particular line oh my god she's insane or she's laughing up she's laughing up about us from hell from anti-human that's quite deep
1: do you listen to Taylor Swift often
0: I actually love her
1: I haven't been listening to her since when I was a oh, boyfriend s-
0: thing since huh? when I was a child, I I've, I've been listening to Taylor Swift since when I was a child. Really, like there was a like I used to be very obsessed with Miley Cyrus, especially like when she was Hannah Montana. Same, after. and my parents really shut that down, so I had to find someone else to fill that void, and that's when I found out about Taylor Swift. And my Why parents actually that, that was one we big because she that was the one time then Miley started losing her mind. <laughs>
2: And like My Miley parents were like, like yeah. My started Losing her mind
3: She didn't lose her mind She was finding herself. Well yeah, Not yeah, losing but like, her mind Sorry To my but, parents yeah. It was
0: like She was losing her mind
3: So Taylor
0: filling that gap Was actually Super eff- Super convenient For them mm-hmm. And they really were like So there for it Like yes T which Swift.
2: Is. Me, my Woo. friends, my friends were here for all my Hannah. My Hannah Montana fan birthdays. days. I had the school bag. I had the no yeah. I had the T shirt. Yes. I, I had the. My mom was so scared when she changed like, like Hannah
3: Montana? Yeah. Was
2: like, <laughs> my mom was more heartbroken. My
0: my dad was the one that really like also like helped to shut it down because like my aunts were still like buying me all the merch. My mom's sisters and my dad was telling my mom like if they don't stop, I'm going to start burning it and traumatizing everyone you know, in this house. You know, you know. And then I found Taylor, and you know she was just like even when "Look What You Made Me Do" came out, mm-hmm. like and I learned like the entire choreography and everything. They used to be like, "Wow!" And I was <laughs> in, like, I was in like high school already though.
2: Wow! So if my I, parents really get you tickets to a them, Taylor just, concert like... right now. You'd be over the moon.
0: Yes, actually. I didn't know this. Oh.
2: Especially, like, my
0: all-time favorite Taylor Swift songs. One of them has to be Blank Space. Yes, that's one of them. Um Endgame. I really like Endgame. I don't know why. Although, nowadays, I used to really like Ed Sheeran, but nowadays, I just find him, like, very... Is he so many music? He hasn't in a while. I just find him very general. And I liked him. Old. I really liked yeah. Ed Sheeran. Especially photograph. Oh, my God. And if you hurt me, <laughs> well, that's it. okay, baby. I'll burn your mother's house down. Inside these pages you just hold me.
2: I liked it because I think he's I like the way they related. Yeah. He was very deep because I know you'll be happier in the you know he 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 sang he sang a song in tree he came to ghana to learn ba ba ye, ba ye, ba ba. Huh? yeah yeah like that means everything will be
3: okay oh, so he I came like that to all. yeah he really came like to Ghana song. and came
2: to and I like that like he came purposely to oh. learn well, guys, a part of our culture I used to
0: when I, when I was going through my first ever like actual heartbreak in 2018. Was it 2018? Okay, no. This was in fact, this way this did not prepare me in any way for 2022 right? But that in 2018 was actually very good because like I did a lot of writing. Like he helped me to like write a lot. And I used to listen to etcher and I'll be in my room like crying. Guys, I don't
2: think I even like.
0: And oh, this was so weird because like this boy, like I really this was like the first boy that's in my life I can ever recall like actually like liking right and then like he told me like he wanted to date me so then i told him no like i don't I like i really really like you but i can't date you like because i'm too afraid and he's like what are you afraid of and like i didn't have an answer so like, i just stopped talking to him <laughs> and then we started di- talking again and i was like i really i really still liked him and then like we were so like he was telling me about like if i come like cause he was supposed to come home in that summer he was like because even when he came the first the last summer he used to come to like See me all the time, and we go to the same mosque. and We're like family friends, our moms are friends. Like, he was my nigga, like, okay, he was my mm. nigga. <laughs> and then he Didn't just, like, out of nowhere, s- s- doesn't talk to me for like a week, right? And I was like, I used to stay a week to talk to this boy because, like, time zone difference, right? And then, time zone, where was he in the UK, the US, okay, the, US, yeah. in the yeah. US, and he was going to uni, and I was still in high school then. Wow, come on. (laughs) He used to like, I used to help him with his homework. Like, he sent me his homework, right? Because he was like a psych major, and then I'd like be helping him, like, yeah, I do research. What if he thought you were insane?
3: (laughs) (laughs) What What if he thought you were insane? (laughs) If I'm doing his, helping him
0: with his work, right? Yeah. (laughs) No, no, no. This
2: was actually so crazy. Like, I used to help people who were in uni do their work when I was in high school. Yes, but in this specific instance, this kid was a psych major, mm. and you are good at psychoanalysis. Yes. so he then, was analyzing he you didn't talk friend. to me for like <laughs> i was analyzing him back
0: and then he didn't talk to me for like a week and then he came back and he was like oh so, i, I feel really project. guilty because i really like like you but like i have a girlfriend i was like oh and he was like oh and that time when i was asking you to be my girlfriend i was also already seeing her hey ah. you hi ah, you guys i was i cried for like two weeks straight i'd be in the first heartbreak Yes, I'd be in class and then I'd be crying. You never told then, me like, about
3: this My boy, first heartbreak. Yeah, because I don't like crazy.
0: talking about him. I, I'd be in class and I'd be crying. Because, like, do you know the other thing is, like, now that I look back, that situation was not that serious. But, oh, that was the first thing for me. like And that was when, yeah. I like, I think that also just, like, kind of set me up for, like, it kind of, like, helped set me up for the place that I was at in 2021 into 2022 when I had my, the, the most... Delicious character building <laughs> period ever. Uh, the, I like Can I pause you it? there? Can I pause what? you there?
1: Because this is something that I'd love for us to touch on. the question that mm-hmm. I have that will tie into mm. that specific period you've mentioned. <gasps>
3: this is um, gonna be uh, I can't talk about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but then, since, since you've already set <laughs> the ball rolling on the conversation of first heartbreaks, Oh. Tida, could you?
3: Um, talk about
1: your first heartbreak and my first what do you remember heartbreak from that experience was essentially
3: like not that serious like it was in high school but like I don't count high school relationships yeah, that's me the too. thing me too so I count, I count them <laughs> so I'll tell y'all so Um. oh my god I'm actually getting goosebumps like these are the people who are. to school. talk about this okay so officially my first heartbreak was in uni <laughs> Oh, Yo, And is this going on the podcast?
1: Yeah, we're recording. Okay,
3: oh. we're recording um,
1: time really?
2: It was, yeah, we it was, it, like it was, um, like seven minutes.
1: <laughs> That's crazy because
2: you were talking. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> know, but like, I'm in a slide no, I been of a this. podcast for you to be as, like, you know, free as possible. Um,
3: so yeah, my first heartbreak was 2020 and that was just your that time like it was also i want to say essentially that was my first like real relationship because i don't really count high school relationships and you know when it's when it's something new especially like with love and relationships you tend to put like everything into it like Mm -hmm. you're not scared of anything there's no trauma there's no it's just like Mm -hmm. guys i'm in love this Mm -hmm. is the one like yeah. I'm not even seeing anything after this. And that's like how I went into it. And that's obviously not what happened because you're it. Um it happened like right before COVID. Before and like into COVID until like maybe May. Um we dated, I was in love. Um your shit hit the fan. And at the time, because we were both on the island, oh, yeah. at the time, I wasn't really processing it. Mm. Not like I wasn't processing it, but I was also at that stage where my friends were like, You guys, you don't get it. Yeah. You don't know them <laughs> like I do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just relax. <laughs> Just wait. Let Give me him explain. <laughs> Give him yeah, I was very much like, Not even trying to like listen to anyone because mm-hmm. I was like, That's the love of my life. You guys don't get it. Like, yeah. leave me alone. Um, and then, is. I go home I went home like the same time the ALU like students went home I Mm. also went home Mm. so we were kind of like doing like long distance kind of and then drama again drama over social media imagine Mm. that had me crying in my mother's house like Mm. (laughs) Mm. my mom would be like go make lunch and I would be in tears at the stove I was losing my mind like (laughs) (laughs) all the drama like it genuinely it was not easy um it actually took a really long time for me to start to move forward like Mm -hmm. a really really long time because in my head I like didn't have any anything to like guide me so even when it came to like um trying to move on I was always ready to like give second chances like Mm. I was just waiting for an opportunity to be like I forgive you like come back to me and it was also a really long time online which was really difficult but like I think I'm someone who doesn't know how to let go Mm. like you have got to like stab me with a literal knife if you have to because (laughs) metaphorical ones are not gonna do it Mm. like (laughs)
1: That was
3: a lot. Of no, time. I'm not judging you. Yeah. No, <laughs> I not judging you. At all. <laughs> so it also was like a lot, and like I think after, so we never got back together. Like right. after that, but the period where we were doing the on and off thing, where I was ready to risk it all, but I couldn't because we were yeah. <laughs> long distance. Yeah. Um, I was also learning to adjust to not being with them, mm. and like I was now starting to see like you know the little toxic like habits Mm -hmm. and whatever whatever and i feel like for me to then like fall out of love i literally had to like go through like repetitive patterns yeah like and i would see it coming like i'd be like this is about to happen yeah and i would still be like it's fine no one knows like like, no one knows them like i do like it's (laughs) fine and like to the point where like not that i hate them but i was now like i can't keep doing this to myself right Mm -hmm. And the unfortunate thing is that it took long. Like, I wish, no, actually, no one could have told me anything. Yeah. <laughs> that time.
1: No one could have changed your mind. No you one could have told me no, anything. That's no,
3: that's so, actually true because yeah. their
2: parents went, like, in your post breakup stage or, like, when you're still trying to navigate that space where you know. There is nothing, and a few days ago I had this conversation even with with Abida yeah. and Nabila. Like, there is nothing, nothing anybody can say to, to you to you make all. you to change your mind because you and, are still in that And
3: oh my god, that's my and story. I love, I love you. you. What's so unfortunate? I remember before I got in a relationship, I was so big on like it'll never be me. Like all yeah. those hands would be like, guys, you don't get it. You don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like I, do. yeah. I was like, you guys yeah. are crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and stop. And then it was me. And they're I would,
2: crazy.
1: they yeah. crazy. Not you know,
0: me. You're not crazy. And you know why this this is really like, this is actually like, literally, I'm seeing like the movie of like 2021, to 20, early 2022 playing out right now. Mm. Because literally, even though my, they, they didn't even sometimes say it outright, like we do not, this person is not good for you. Like, they would not say that outright, but they would insinuate it. And I remember, I used to think to myself, I wish you guys could meet this person
1: like that was me. The
0: way I've <laughs> met them and what that has done, and like and what that has like done for me, and like now I look back and I'm like I was tripping balls.
3: Yeah, I was yeah. tripping balls. I, and
0: oh I my was, god,
3: it's insane. It's I insane. was very big on like you guys just need to talk to real. Yeah, like, and I'd and I'd always like do this thing of like focusing on the good parts yeah and I, would, and I would like the memories were not that many like <laughs> they were there but like they really the bad memories outweighed the good ones yeah. but i would push them down my friends i'm yeah. like guys you don't get it i was happy like this and this and this was happening i mean it reached a point where like i was like i'm done right yeah. <laughs> and then i stopped telling them because then would they like, get into fights and mm. i'll get really really sad but I'm supposed to be done. Yeah. So like, and then there was the, <laughs> the whole period of like me going through that by myself. And I was like, this doesn't work. at you don't like, you can't keep doing this to yourself. Because <laughs> like, then I now did like, at the, in the beginning, I was seeing like forever. So I was like, I can live with this. Like, this is just us growing together. Mm-hmm. And we're just struggling to find ourselves. And then at some point, I was like, no, friend, like, <laughs> this is not working. Mm-hmm. Like, this is you need to start to move. And like, the funny thing is, I would try. Like, I'd put myself in situations where I would feel like I was moving on. But as soon as I saw them, I would drop everyone. Like, whew, yeah. But anyways.
1: <laughs> I was thinking about how, and that's I'd love for you to also give us a bit of insight into your first heartbreak. mm But um, there's this question I was thinking about yesterday. Is there a situation you've been consistently putting yourself in that you know damn well is not serving you in the context of the the relationships we have with people around us? Mm. Whether it's a certain friend you keep having around or a certain friend you keep having (laughs) around. Um, I think this goes like what you're saying of Sometimes we're a little too close to the situation to mm. see yeah. things mm-hmm. clearly and we need other people to give us insight. But then still, when they give us insight, when it comes to like romantic relationships, mm. we fall back to, you don't know them like I do. yeah. Or, oh, there's nothing you can tell me that will change my mind about this person. Do you feel like with the relationships that we have recently... In, been in, regardless of what kind of relationship it is. That's one of the that's one of the situations we keep putting ourselves in.
2: Mm-hmm. I think.
0: Huh, I think I've gotten to a point now where if someone tells me about oh this person, I don't think they're for you. I think that would be a front and center thing because one thing I don't like is being embarrassed or being mm-hmm. like, or just feeling yeah. embarrassed. I think mm-hmm. that's one thing I've realized I really don't like. And if I look at a situation and I feel like this situation is going to bring embarrassment my way, it's much easier or like, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to look back and be proud of this. Mm-hmm. Because now, hmm, let me tell you guys something. The last, like... I don't know... It wasn't a relationship... Because I've never been in a relationship... But, like... Looking back and being like that situation... I think the key thing there for me is, like... Bad bitch like you. Do you Mm -hmm. understand? And it's like... Bad bitch like you. You allowed yourself to... Basically be cut out like that. Yeah. So, now... It's a thing of, like... Even, like... And this is even in, like... Non... non Non-romantic, like... Platonic situations... When I look back at something and it's like, bad bitch like you, you allowed yourself to be caught out in a situation like this. Mm. It makes me so embarrassed. And like, moving forward, it's much easier for me to be able to be like, ah,
2: mm-mm.
0: Or it's time to go. It's time to leave. Because I'll think back to that last time. That's all I need to do. I'll be fooling myself. Like, sometimes I'll be like, I'm not going to think about that because I want to be the right now. But the moment I allow myself to like, think about it, I'll be like, but remember, like, okay, it's time to go. It's time to go. Mm-hmm. And that's literally what saves me. Because if not for embarrassment, I don't think there's anything that motivates me to make the right decisions. There's nothing.
3: I think, like, um, my mom always tells me, like, people come, like, like, seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and they're always teaching you something. Like, mm-hmm. let it be good or bad. Mm-hmm. So... That's why also I think I'm also not very quick to burn bridges mm. because at the end of the day, we can still like benefit from each other in the future or like it wasn't that serious. Like I just, sometimes you have to look at it like transactionally, like what did they teach you? yeah mm-hmm. And also like coming to terms with the fact that like everyone's the bad guy in someone's story. Yeah makes you realize that, like, everyone's learning. Like, I also have this thing where I'm very quick to be, like, we're all in uni right now. You can't tell me. Like, I don't like giving people, like, lots of chances, unless I'm in love. Um,
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't like giving people
3: lots of chances because I'm always, like, but we're all here, and, like, we've all had an experience that taught us something. So why am I now the one who has to teach you how to behave yeah. mm-hmm. and how to act like you're a grown person like you're grown. Yeah. You can't I can't be sitting here babying you and teaching you sure. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that I always take into consideration before I decide if I'm going to like keep giving this person chances cuz sometimes people just be they're taking advantage. Yeah. They're really like Taking advantage of what you have to offer. And that's just very, no, that's mm-hmm. something you shouldn't really happen. Mm-hmm. But
2: yeah.
1: What do you think about that? As well?
2: um, I think, like Atida said, I have always grown up with the knowledge that people come into your lives for specific reasons. You will not always figure it out on the spot, but throughout, like, maybe the trajectory of your relationship with a person, you will figure mm. out. So currently, the people that I know that are close to my heart, I know. I am able to figure out what each of them is teaching. And I'm highly a high a very big believer in God uses people to help you grow, right? So right now my two housemates who are in this room right now, they both teach me in different ways to be a better person, right? But I also know that you don't have control over who comes into your life. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. people come into your life, but you have control over how much like how much space or how much space you allow them to occupy in your life right so i've had instances with like 2021 where there's been a couple of people who have come into my life that i have just felt okay in the in the beginning this person was okay i could get along with this person blah 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 but moving forward like i'm starting to sense that this person's um energy or like our personalities are not aligning so there will be that disconnect like i would just find myself randomly un- without even recognizing subconsciously just withdrawing from that person Mm -hmm. and i know that sometimes like it's it's important to have a conversation with the person to be like you know like hey like this is how i feel about us moving forward blah blah blah, in both romantic and platonic relationships but for me it's always people come into your life and into your life for different reasons and for different purposes and like artita is saying like we're all it's just you're always going to be the villain in someone's story mm. and somebody will be a villain in yours and it's just a reminder that we are all learning but i think what's important is how we um how we process and how we navigate that learning like it's okay to be learning but it depends on how you handle it and how you manage it like for instance if you know that somebody's been toxic in your life you're not going to go around saying this person is like bad mouthing the person, shaming the person, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But how you will handle it, knowing okay, I know this person is not healthy for me. And this person is nauseous to my life or my social life or whatever. So I will distance myself from it. So, like you don't have to do it without ruining the person, like with <clears throat> with ruining the person. Sorry, or like you know, making it a whole big deal. Because at the end of the day, that's still a person. You know how you. It's just um, it's up to you to take ownership of how you you know control
3: it you know yeah so sorry (laughs) Um, like um to add on to your point i think there's a skill that like a lot of people lack and like no one teaches it to you like it's Mm. very some very much something you have to learn by yourself is dealing with and moving on like from trauma Mm. and like that's like not even just relationships just like generally i feel like even like during uni there's so many traumatic things that have happened like with strangers, with friends, with family, like just generally there's a lot that's happened Mm -hmm. in like the past, like three to four or five years. Mm. And a lot of people like shake it off or like move forward. And then it starts to show up in new relationships, which is very, because I think even for me, like especially with friends, I've had like a couple of bad experiences and like, I just don't try. Mm. Like I'm not interested in like, A lot of people. Like, it's just something... And, like, normally, I wouldn't see it as, like, a trauma response. I would be like, oh, you know, I just don't want to make friends. Like, I just like to be by myself. Mm. But, like, a couple of years back, I would have loved to make friends. Like, I would have loved to be, you know, open and everything. And to even like sit back and like pinpoint where exactly things went wrong, it's also difficult mm. because then you meet so many people who want to offer you so many things yeah. and you don't realize that you're making it a habit or pattern or whatever until one day you wake up and you're the toxic person mm. and you're the difficult person and mm. you don't know that you've like yeah. reached that point. Yeah, but, yeah.
2: Just I like it's... adding <laughs> to what like Atita said, the whole thing of, you go through things, and you don't deal with it properly, and then it shows yeah. up. I think that's one of the biggest issues I have with people, especially in our generation as well, where we interact mostly with people, our, but even with adults, like people who are like from previous mm-hmm. generations, you realize mm-hmm. that people are like, yeah, I'm resilient, I'm resilient, right? Mm-hmm. You've gone through something that's traumatic emotionally, psychologically, or just, just even physically, Like, no matter what the situation or the trauma is, but... You tell yourself you're shaking it off, you're being resilient, and you're moving on. But are you being resilient? Where's like, are you drawing? What's when do we draw the line between resilience and just numbing ourselves from yeah. that pain and then you know masking it as resilience and then just moving on in life? Because you find that like when people don't take their time to understand the process or like the stage at which they find themselves and the mm. different emotions the different levels of emotions that come with that stage by the time it shows up in another in like later in life you will just be like okay you it'll just i don't know how to explain the response but the response is just something different it's out of your out of the ordinary out of your personality and the thing is that i realized that when sometimes okay you've gotten through the for instance you've gone through like a heartbreak but how you manage those emotions can does not necessarily always show up in another relationship. It could even show up in a relation, a workplace relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, things... Uh, like, how we interact with... Like, things that happen to us manifest in different aspects of our life. Mm-hmm. It just shows how interlocked and interlaced, mm-hmm. like, life is generally. So, I think it's very important. Like, Atina is saying, no one teaches you these things. But it's mm-hmm. up to you as a person to decide for yourself that, hey, look, yeah, things have happened this thing hurts, I'm feeling this thing right now, i feeling X, Y, Z way, but, like, have your, like, be introspective, sit, I always tell my friends, sit with yourself, have conversations with yourself, mm-hmm. get to the roots of why you're feeling what, the way you're feeling, why it's making you feel X, Y, Z way, you know, understand the dynamics of that feeling and that process before you, like, you. then you start, because I think that was how, that's how you inform the moving on slash healing process, you know, mm-hmm yeah
0: and I think just generally from like what both of you have said there's another thing that I realized a lot of people don't realize and even I personally it took me kind of like a couple of months before I even started like understanding that and being able to work on that is that when a lot of things happen to you or a lot of situations that are like very um stressful or traumatic or like don't leave you feeling the best if you don't try to like understand or examine it inside yourself and how it has made you feel and everything. When you when you like hold things inside of you or you decide to like just like you know when people say I just don't want to feel that so I do things to like
2: yeah mm-hmm. push,
0: it, push away it away or to forget about it or so like I don't want to deal with this.
2: Mm.
0: A lot of the time if it's like you have we have to be like very self-aware because I can speak from like personal experience and I know like Tessa can kind of relate with this When you don't deal with things the right way, it makes you become a person that you don't like. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And it's very, very hard to live with yourself when you become a person that you don't like. So you have to sit down and be able to have that self-awareness of like, okay, why am I behaving this way? What triggered me or what caused me to start behaving this way? How do I find my way back to that person that I want to be? And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of all these... I used to laugh at my... A friend of mine, Huit, she used to do like shadow work in like early 2022. And I used to laugh at her and be like, bro, that's some, that's, it sounds like some chakra handshakes. Mm.
1: What's shadow work?
0: Um, So it's like a, a set of like prompts that you have to think about or journal about to help you to examine things closer mm. and be able to identify just different things that are actually affecting you without even knowing that they're affecting you. And I used to laugh at her and she used to tell me, I feel like you would benefit greatly from doing this. So there was a time in 2022 when I actually started like, I'd go on Pinterest and like every every one two three post that I see, there'll be a bunch of shadow work prompts. And then one day I actually sat down and started doing it. Mm-hmm. Like I'd write it down or I'd think about it's Like, okay, how do I? How did this thing affect me? Yeah. Did something like this happen yeah. to me ever? And and realizing that all of even like things that had just happened, and I'd be like, okay, whatever, I don't even want to think about this. It's literally not that deep. It was that deep.
2: Yeah, it is, and it has con-
0: it contributed in ways into making me that person that when I would mm-hmm. look at this one, I'd be like bro this one is this one is not the hand that I want to be. I'm not comfortable with that and being able to retrace my steps. So I'd encourage a lot more people to like like for all of us to like look at things in our life and like identify what are things that could have led to me being this person that I or these aspects of my person that I don't like or this person that shows up at different things. Cause like I, I when I, I when I used to get angry or like upset about things, I just not want to talk about it and forget that it ever happened yeah. and move on. But inside of me, I would be holding on to those things because I just thought like yeah. it's more socially acceptable to just like move yeah. on or forget that happened. But like now, it's like no, you actually have to talk about it because if not, it will stay inside of you and it will con- issues it show up time at times up. when yeah. it doesn't deserve yeah. that type of sp- that type of space in mm. your life, and it shows up and exposes a lot of things. So yeah, let's also be like more like do internal soul searching yeah. and chakra and shadow
3: work. Funny and enough. Sorry, I think like what you guys are both saying, everyone needs therapy. Yeah. Like yes. Everything I a every person. Yeah. And the real problem why it's not happening is because especially in African households, mm. there's this stigma yeah. around yeah. therapy. You have but to I'm not be mad. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. And my I actually used to talk to my sister about it and she was always like little traumas happen every day yeah in the workplace your boss can just be in a bad mood and make your day really mm. terrible yeah. mm. and you will take that home yeah to your wife and kids yes you can go to school and get a really bad mark and you will take that home yeah. and take it out on everyone and like the sooner people realize that like just go and talk like And I'm always trying to tell people, granted, okay, my therapy is different, but like, (laughs) (laughs) it's just nice to talk to someone who can give you solutions or who can listen, like someone who's well-trained, because a lot of these things can be avoided. And even people that say, oh no, but I'm fine. Like I'm not mentally ill. I'm actually like doing really well. Mm -hmm. Your parents did not raise you a hundred percent and that's something you need to acknowledge because they're also learning from their parents yeah. and at the time that they were taught how to raise people yeah. times have changed mm. so they've done things mm. that have impacted you and hurt you and you're carrying that with, and you don't realize like mm-hmm. a lot of these things you have to sit down and really talk about it to realize that like okay I'm actually not okay mm. because of A, B, C, D like mm-hmm. it just it's everywhere like every single thing even these little things and like I really hate this thing where, like, adults, like, belittle your experiences because you're young. Come on! You know what this is
0: reminding me of? The conversation that we had on the staircase Omina. This is what this is reminding me of. Yeah. Yeah. The staircase in the cafeteria.
3: Like, when I told my mom, I was heartbroken. And I was, I told her, I was like, I'm not, I even told her I had a partner and I was in love and it's over and I'm so sad about oh it. But can
0: I quickly just say I feel that like every hot girl has had a moment in their life where the heartbreak was so intense. You kind of <laughs> try to had share
3: to with tell your mother. And be like,
0: this happened. And I remember telling my mom and she was like, oh, that's I'm so sorry that happened to you my mom i have some reports i want you to, to proofread so let
3: me know she didn't take it seriously she didn't take it seriously like when i first told her and like it took like a couple of times for her to be like oh was it that serious and i was like yeah like dude i, I was not so. okay to I, tell <laughs> tell <you>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I couldn't eat
0: like it was yeah. actually quite oh serious God, sis. For, like, four months, I I was surviving on soda and tea. Literally. Yeah. The like, time I ate, I would vomit. Tea. Remember that real, time last oh year? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a scary time. And, and so, so, like, and, like, stuff like that just, like, also makes it very different. Like, that's now when you actually need to talk to someone who mm-hmm. doesn't make you feel like, oh, what you're experiencing is not that serious. You yeah. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. haven't experienced yeah. the real thing. Because yeah. that's real. Yeah. And, like, I remember someone told me that when I was in Form 4 and I had my first boyfriend. And I kept downplaying it. How old like, are you at
0: Form 4?
3: Oh, sorry, I was 16. Okay, okay. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: And yeah. Um, I kept downplaying it. I kept saying, oh, yeah, um, like, I love him, but, like, obviously not real love. And someone was like, don't do that. That's the love that you know. Right now, this is, like, the peak of love that you will ever know. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And, like, other people would be like, yeah, it's puppy love. It's not even that serious. You haven't even met, like, the real love of your life. But, like, for me at that time... Even when we then broke up, I was just like, whew, I was not okay. Like, I was destroyed. I was like, this is the most pain I've ever felt in my mm. entire life. This is, I'm gonna die. Like, I'm mm. never gonna experience anything worse than this. And then yeah. obviously, 2020 came and said jokes. Sis, <laughs> let me show you
2: something, bro. <laughs> I think, yeah, what I think, was, um, what I wanted to say. From both, what, both of them. As you audiences. get into your first heartbreak as well. Yeah, right. as I get into my first heartbreak Let's is... Let's go. People don't... The reason I feel like people sometimes avoid doing the introspective work and the shadow working is because you are afraid of the truth. Yeah. That's scary, bro. The truth is scary. Let's put it out there. Let's be honest. Like you're, The we, truth about yourself. Yeah, like finding yeah. out the truth. Like Especially finding those time when you start realizing you're, your not, you're also not that crazy person. Like, it can be yeah. very, very scary yeah. because you have in like in your cotton unquote, and i use this word very loosely like in your ignorance of your trauma and your root, the root causes of your trauma you have built a personality or you have gotten to know yourself in a different way so now if this person in your head is so different or great and your trauma is complete opposite like now how you tie the two together and be like okay if this is who i am da, 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 what does it say about me like it it can lead to new insecurities and it's like, hey, I'm not already, already not done with the insecurities. I already know about how mm, much more these mm, ones, mm. like all of that. And now it's like, okay, I need to be, how do I move forward from this? How do I, you know, all of these things. But honestly, I think that fear of truth, what I would say is I have learned from just experiences growing up and from my mother just to have courage. And growing up, my mother and my aunt, men rest in peace, made us watch me and my sisters my two sisters we used to be we're disney we're disney girls we love disney princess diaries there's a quote that joseph says in princess diaries where he was telling um, mia he said courage is not the absence of fear but rather the judgment that something else is more important than fear mm. that quote from as long as i remember has stuck in my head I only I don't know who, who originally said it, but mm-hmm. I always associate it with that movie. Yeah. So that's yeah. how it's always stick it to my head. But ever since then, it was like, okay, I'm courageous doesn't mean I'm not afraid. Mm-hmm. But I'm courageous because there is a part of me that just wants to be better. That me, that part of me is much greater than fear. Mm-hmm. Fear can make fear makes it seem it's like a what do you call it? Quote unquote, it's like a it's very cocky in mm-hmm. a sense if you want to personify it. It makes itself seem like it's this huge thing. I'm here. I'm taking over your life. No, really. I'm going to do da I'm yeah, your boss. And this this. And it's actually very small. But it's actually very small. Yeah. Once you take control of, like you take the steering wheel, and be like, hey, this is my life. I'm I am going to be the person who is
3: going to this thing. So, but just to run it back. Sorry, two seconds. Um, people can't admit that they're toxic. Yeah. And it takes a very like (laughs) it takes a very like um i don't know what the word is yeah you have to be very self-aware to acknowledge it and i feel like especially for girls Mm. there's this thing and like i also i'm girls just mind you (laughs) right there's this thing girls do where they support each other Regardless, of what they do. <laughs> they've <laughs> told me this is fucking about. the Lulu and Lulu the blind. Delulu. I don't know what it Let is, me tell you. but it actually like I woke up one day like during uni, and it just started driving me insane. Like my friends would do outrageous things, mm. and then expect me to support them, mm. and I'd be like, "You're being like." Do you know, if a man came and did this to you, you'd actually, like, would kill him. Would mm. have to kill him. Mm. Like, that's the only option. He, he can't
1: go on living. You see, you, do you can't know
3: something? do that. I think that's Be one alive. thing that I'm actually so grateful. Like,
0: the friends that I have here in mm-hmm. uni, the group of female friends that I have here in uni, they make you so accountable. Yeah. Like, one time yeah. I was like, okay, so, like, this nigga is dogging me out, right? Mm. And now I'm trying to dog. I'm, 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 I've started dogging him out too. And I come and I tell my friends, "Oh, and today I did this." And like they're like, "But that's not who you are." Yeah, yeah. that's not you who we need... are. You know that thing used to piss me off. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay, I understand. I understand that's not who we are as a people. But I need you to support me right now and tell me I'm doing the right thing and it's great. And they're like, you know, we can't do that. Yeah, and I feel like it's
3: very important to have that group of people around you because, like. It's just so... Like, there's so much toxicity that people refuse to acknowledge. Yeah. And if you find the right friends, they will support you yeah. to do everything until you're literally the Burn bad guy shit. and no one can tell you anything. And mm-hmm. you're just ruining lives left, right, and center. <laughs> <laughs> just, and it's so... The, the unfortunate thing you will always find someone who supports you. Mm-hmm. Whether it's because, like, they also need someone to do the same thing for yeah. them later on or they just don't see where you're going wrong. And that's just something that, like, I don't know how <laughs> people need to learn to become self-aware because you carry it into everything. Yeah. You just, like, that's how you now come across, you know, difficult people. Yeah. Who are just impossible. You can't tell them anything. Yeah, They just... And it could have stemmed from, like, oh, they got in a fight with their boyfriend four years ago, and their friends were all like, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. And that's all they've <laughs> ever heard ever since. Yeah. I'm right, you can't tell me otherwise. And it just starts to... Eat away at everything, mm. like in the workplace, at home, and re- it just. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But my heartbreak, but I don't know, like, did you still speak want to go to back that? to it? My. Come on. Yeah, let's speak don't about that. And then my first. Uh, so, also, what's the question I'll that also, you're let let, tying to it? Let
1: the listeners get to understand how we know each other in the room. Oh, okay. Okay. Let, okay. Let's actually know how it because it it'll tie into an aspect that you've spoken about when it comes to building relationships with the people around mm. you.
2: Um, I think my first heartbreak, honestly, is when I was in form Mm four and, um, I really liked this boy. He was so sweet. Like he, as a person, I still, am very good friends with him today. We even speak, we even speak, um, what you call it. We even spoke last week. Uh But anyways, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we spoke last week. We spoke last week. When I was in Form 4, like, that was my first ever experience where I genuinely can say that I had, like, you know, butterflies. Yeah. He was a gentleman, and I loved that. Like, he was gentle, he was sweet, he was kind, he was patient. And at 16 years old, I was in love. quote unquote So we started to get to know each other we were just talking randomly and we'd be on phone calls for like Fridays because um, my mom used to take my phone during the week for school of and then course. give it on weekends so on Fridays after school we'd be on WhatsApp phone calls for like hours into the <laughs> ends, and we'd just be chatting and he was so interested in my life and at 16 years old
3: that's everything you've ever
2: wanted. Yeah, like... like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at 21, too. But yeah. then, so when it got to the point where, like, he was like, I need to tell you something, he confessed feelings, and I was like, oh, I like you too, blah, blah, blah. So we used to do this thing where I, my high school had two campuses, and the, the campus where, all like, the senior level classes were, like, from, like, um, grade five to up until upper six was, farthest, was very far away. So the school, parents used to drop us at this first campus, and then a bus used to take us to the new, the second one. So like on those trips, we would always make sure that we would align our schedule so we could sit together and things like that mm. oh, on the trips to and from. So, so cute. Yeah, <laughs> and to sit next to each other, guys. Those were the highlights of my days. I, I promise you, I'd be so giddy for them. But then um, this was like September of like form four, so that was first term in form four. So the first two months were, like, actually great. His sister and I became friends. His mom started to, like, like me. She used to text me. You know, I became, like, a little daughter to her, blah, blah, Mm. blah. And then in January or something like that, a new girl came to his class. So he's two years ahead of me. So he was in lower six at the time. Mm. And the girl was in his class. And she was, I thought, at the time, I was like, oh, this girl is much prettier than I am. She's in his class. Mm. She's smart. She was doing all the sciences. And I was doing art subjects. So it was like, she's smarter than I am, blah, blah, blah. So then, long story short, like, he started to like her and she, him. But he had never asked me to be his girlfriend or anything like that. Like, we'd never fully established, like, a relationship or something. Put a label Mm. on it, basically. And so he came to me and he was like, no. Um, He was very gentlemanly about it, you know. He's like, I like this girl, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sorry, I can no longer speak to you. This Like, we can no longer communicate and try, like get in touch like the way we used to whatever we have it's like now we used to be just friends now Oof. and guys this was my first heartbreak so there's a 16 no i wasn't even 16 i think 14 15 i was not emotionally intelligent at all i was livid i was like what happened to you you told you what happened to the plans we had for the future <laughs> what's wrong with you i don't like you Da da, da blah 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 I didn't that's like him i bad mouth i bad him to my friends my friends didn't like him i would be like when i would see them together i would make faces you know people knew i didn't like them but the funny thing is she didn't like me at the time she was threatened by me i guess so she banned him that's the word i'll use mm. ban him from speaking with me and because we are the same side of like prime like sorry of Secondary mm. would see each, like across the hall, you would see each other across the halls and things. She banned him from talking to me. He, if I was in a study room alone with like studying, doing free periods, he was not allowed to sit there. If he saw me in there, things like that. Mm. That heartbreak broke my heart because at that time, I think my phone got stolen, so I lost contact. So that was one thing that was good for me. So, because I like i couldn't because i would be one of those people who would just randomly text like why would you do this to me and blah 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 instead of going thing up like you've hurt my feelings blah 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 so i remember that time i used to delude myself into thinking i'm a shakespeare so i used to write um what you call it like little <laughs> poems or like, spoken words oh, of oh, like no. how i was feeling and, and i used to call identical. myself the angel in despair
3: <laughs> Love will do that to you. Love oh yeah, will do that to you. I
0: wasn't was. You know how large jean used to write letters? Yeah. yeah. Like shortly after this boy, I started like writing like letters. My old laptop, I'm so happy it got broken because <laughs> I used to write like long form letters, you mm. guys to them i would detail things like and when you wore the red the first day i saw you i really thought it meant something but now here we are you doing the everyone wears the uniform never but you wear it different. different. <laughs> <laughs> like no actually that is so true there was this one crush i had who, he only the whole, entire time we were in school together because i was in the, the he was in the graduating class i was in the class mm-hmm. just below that my when i was changing schools that time my mom was like okay which school do you want to go to there were two schools and the, the one that she wanted me to go to i didn't really have a lot of friends there mm. the one i wanted to go to i had friends there it was a smaller school Da 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 i ended up picking the one my mom wanted not because of that but because i saw this boy on one day there yeah. and i fell in love so i yeah. picked that school and then And I proceeded to never speak to him ever for the entire period we were in school together. You know... Even though we had mutual friends.
3: No one talks about, like, the hold a crush has on you. Like, especially when you're younger. A teenage girl. I... on Okay. Granted, God... Like, my mom prayed that I probably wouldn't be like this because in Form 6, I didn't like anyone enough. If I had a boyfriend in Form 6, I would have gone to the uni he was going to. (laughs) I would have gone. And no one ever talks about that. Like, people just, like, tell you, like, in brief, like, oh, don't follow a boy to school. But, like, there's this thing, which I also noticed in uni, where you just kind of start, like, you just hear, like, oh, I want to go to America. And suddenly, you just happen to be looking for jobs in America. Mm. You happen to come across schools in America. Like, it's very for me it's subtle now your friends in
0: america you see you see like it's very like small things
3: where you're suddenly like planning your life because someone that you liked was like okay this is where i want to go and no one ever tells you how to like deal with that because in your head like okay and for me personally long distance isn't an option like we're gonna have to be together so (laughs) tell me now so i can make a plan so we can go together like
2: yeah. i think we're going into a sidetrack of what we now going to not, do yeah, yeah. yeah. but, but I love it. I love my the end yeah. of my story is like he would do things like he throughout the time after we had broken up and he had started like he officially dated that girl so that was what another thing that broke my heart because it was like you didn't Why see her? enough of a reason to yeah. label on it for me but you did quickly with her right so mm. and then he had this like big party and because we had so like we basically had 95% of the same friends, mm-hmm. they all went to this party and I wasn't invited. I was the only one like in that circle that wasn't invited because of he the situation. Banned. So it also broke my heart because it was like, now nah, I felt like, okay, now they've all got a different life and I'm just on the side. Mm. So yeah, that heartbreak was crazy because I think up until now, um, it informed the way, I think that's what started my whole you have to be better like you have to be self-aware and things like that because that girl and i were nemesis guys mm, we were mm. nemesis for the longest time mm. and then one day we randomly just decided like you know let's have a conversation and then like we would have like these weekly assemblies where everyone would go and she, like everyone was at assembly and she and i were in a classroom one of the classrooms and we talked about it and we unpacked it da, 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 and long story short we came out of it and we we're friends so when people saw us Come like everyone on the second upper secondary side saw us coming to assembly together, like together side by side. Mm-hmm. It was like oh! the shock. <laughs> like what it happened? happened? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And after that particular situation, that's also another thing that made me realize drama is not something I like in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't like drama. I don't want it. I don't need it. So I used to. So ever since then, yeah. But that breakup, um, was the first time I started to understand over time the importance that ending um, specific relationships with people on a good note, like, the importance of that to me. Mm. So for me as a person, and I know this is a very controversial thing, but I don't believe in not being civil with your ex, right? Mm. There are situations that warrant where you and your ex, obviously, it's so bad that you guys don't need to be talking at all. Like, you need to have zero contact But I firmly believe in if you have the opportunity to just be civil, where you can still get to a point later in life after like processing and healing to be like, hey, dude, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Like just checking on each Mm -hmm. other innocently and just like out of good mind, because that person has been part of your life before. You should. Especially if you're in love. I feel like you you can't in that. For me, that's why he's one of the people. And I don't regret that decision. He was there on my birthday this earlier this year. I had, like, an outdoor cinema thing. He was there. Like, he speaks, he checks in on me. He's finished uni, and I'm in another country. But he still makes effort to, like, text and ask me, oh, like, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I have no feelings for him currently right now. But, like, it's a refreshing thing to know that, oh, like, you were able to still go through something. This, you felt so much you felt different emotions with this person and your relationship with this person but you're able to come out of it and be better people you know out of it yeah hmm. so that's that was just the story of my heart City <laughs> 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 boys city boys up oh
1: my god <laughs>